Hey everyone, just wanted to give a quick warning before we started. We do in this episode discuss a 1998 film that includes some later proven false but still accusations of sexual assault. So if that's something that might be difficult for you, please uh, just uh, skip on to the next one. Hello, and welcome back to Forbidden Cinema. Hello. So we have a cat running around going a little nuts so things could get wild. Apologies if he starts eating a cord and he's on the desk. Crap. Okay, and take two. We'll see <laughs> what goes on. Uh, I think we might leave that in. Just... Uh, this is this is real life, people. This it is, is, this is real what recording life. is like. And, we have and, we have in-house wild things. Yes. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> so we did wild things from 1998. Mm-hmm. So tell me, babe, where is this on your radar at the time? It's just sex. Like it just gets stamped. All I think of or visualize is the cover um, with the two of them in the pool. You know, just kind of, which doesn't actually happen. Like, we don't have that as a shot. Like, the two of them, like, they're he- like just kind of coming out of the water. Like, that's not a shot in the movie. So, uh, in fact, I almost think I'm thinking and confabulating some... Maybe there is a... I did look at Denise Richards' IMDb, and there is a collection of outtakes. I feel like I'm remembering an outtake, hmm. potentially. Okay. Um, that has to do with the pool and all four of them potentially or i'm making something up completely maybe it's a different movie i have no idea no idea but so this just really lumps into and i was i was thinking about this the 90s and girl on girl like cruel intentions this like they all just bundle together just be like oh you know this this is just what every guy like thinks is hot like this this really feeds into the lesbians are hot you know conversation that as if lesbians would be interested in any one of (laughs) y'all this is a world where chasing amy is getting passed around on vhs at lunch tables yeah and chasing amy was nowhere i mean there was no um crap uh silent bob what's his freaking face kevin smith there was no kevin smith anywhere on my radar in high school that definitely fed into to all of this i'm i'm certain yeah i uh Apologies, but I was a 17-year-old boy when this movie came Fair out. Fair enough. I mean, <laughs> so. I, mean I, I knew plenty of 17-year-old boys. I knew you. I, I didn't know you. You kept this pretty tamped down. Gonna, you know, and with the whole scope of who would be interested in this, I probably would have put you in the category of being above it. No, I was. I not know above you probably it. weren't. But. I was not going to like hawuga hawuga like <laughs> eyes out like a cartoon fox staring at a lady. <laughs> And be like panting on the side of the road talking about this, but it was definitely something I was interested in. Right. I did look up this movie was released 121 days before my 18th birthday. (laughs) 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 So this was the tail end of movies I could not see. Mm-hmm. You know, so that this is one that, of course, I would not have brought up to my parents. Hey, uh, Dad, you want to take me to see wild things? And I'm sure there were some weird father-son bonding situations with this movie. Uh, I don't even want to think about that. But this is also a movie that just about everybody I know at the time is working at the theater. Mm-hmm. 
And so they are bringing back some salacious stories of what they have seen. Right. Because, you know, none of them are eight or some. It's senior year of high school. So some of these people are 18 already. Some Mm -hmm. of these people are not. But this is a movie all of them are watching. And boy, they're coming back and telling us about how wild it truly is. Did did you have some playground memories of being like left out with this or? Not as much. Not as much. I do. No, I feel like this is more of a one day I will have my own unrestricted blockbuster card. (laughs) And on that day... Got it. This will, and I do honestly think, and I, I should probably be ashamed of this, but I, I think this is probably when I got to college in September of that year, probably first or second weekend in college, I rented this <laughs> movie. <laughs> well, so. yeah, I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're there. There's no one, you know, and I know, I know, like, you know, your parental situation, like, your mom was just gonna walk in. You know, if she couldn't, if she couldn't, she was going to like bang on the door and ask if you were on drugs. Right. Um, That really wasn't. But I don't think I had a TV. I didn't have a TV in my room. So I didn't have I didn't get my own TV until I went to college. And it was like one of those little bitty TVs with the attached VCR. (laughs) I love it. And I had that. You know, that's what I had, you know, in my room, you know, when I came home. Um so I did have like the ability to watch TV in my room at that point, but that was post call post starting college. Gotcha, gotcha. I had my original like the TV that I got to go in my room when I was like eight. I took to college with me. It was, <laughs> you know, it it did not have actual wood, but it had wood grain right. uh, plastic on it and. Like the full on like clunk 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 turny <laughs> dial thing and the UHF stuff yeah and yeah it was it was original so wow it was not cable ready like you, it didn't have the the things to plug the coaxial cables into you had to actually screw in the adapter into the back to oh yeah screws mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah so that was the TV all that the I things took to that college. we had to rig I know I know so I remember though thinking that. Dang, this is as sexy as I thought it was going to be. But also, it might have been a little smarter than I thought it was going to be. It was a great... I'm trying to think, and I was thinking about this as we were going through, like, do I classify this as a noir? I don't think so. I would say it's noir adjacent. It's maybe a caper or a thriller. It's... You know, it, it's a sexier and not as good usual suspects. Uh, right, right. The It's uneven. The first 45 minutes are definitely not as as intriguing as the last 45 minutes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the intro is so long. Just the credit sequence. Oh, my goodness. Just takes it's like taking you on a tour of town. Remember when I was decrying how they don't have credit sequences in movies well, anymore? Well, you got one. This, oh my the, gosh! Maybe this is why the longest credit sequence. And I will have to say, the soundtrack is kind of shit. Um, it the is the same. Was couple nominated of bars. for a Saturn Award. It is the same couple of bars over and over and over again, with the exception of a few like actual music and r- played like in scenes like oh i have some notes on some right. music that was played in scenes yeah oh, absolutely but that like you know the 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 character was listening to something that was the only time we got music other than you know a score and, and the George score, S. clinton score was was nominated for a saturn award didn't win but was nominated i it felt like the beginning of a dvd to me like because when the dv and we did watch this on a dvd on a blu-ray on a blu-ray 
you know, same thing. It has a menu, you know. There was a moment when I was looking at Blu-rays and it was just like, if you like this one, you like this one. If you like this, you like this. If you like this, you like this. And it's add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart. <laughs> right when we were talking about uh, starting this podcast. And all of them were like 4 and $5, you know, no big deal. But uh, so I just went on with my life. And the next time I ordered something, I forgot to take them out of my cart. So you ordered do, them all. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we do have a bunch of, like just a stack of Blu-rays of 90s erotic thrillers. There you go. It's perfect. We should probably leave them out. <laughs> <laughs> like people question and wonder, yes. um, conversation topics. But no, that's what I felt like, you know, in listening at at the beginning and when it circled back around the movie was over and we were back to the menu I was like I cannot I was literally thinking I cannot listen to this anymore the same couple (laughs) of tones that felt like noir swampy noir that's how I would classify the score of this film and I would say the animated menu has Denise Richards in her see-through bathing suit getting Mm -hmm. out of the thing and dripping all over the place and the girl on girl kiss and the threesome they know what you're here for right I mean that's that's those are huge pieces. But yeah, I would agree that it was sexy. I mean, it definitely had a lot of sexy moments. I had a lot of, you know, come on. And most of the sexy moments were teenagers coming on to adults. Which, yeah, the, the first 45 minutes of this is problematic. Very it problematic. Opens with sex crimes. And Which the- I, I have a pin that I, I kind of want to talk about. I don't know, you know, every, most likely everyone has seen this movie and knows the all the plot it's a twist moments a couple of ways through a couple of different ones, but was, I'm assuming so that the whole beginning of this whole setup was them coming in and speaking. I think so. Yeah. Which is like putting it out there and on the radar. It's like giving her an idea. Well, but it's not even giving her an idea because they all, the idea is, but then that's the question. Oh, because Nev Campbell's kicked out of school. So it's, she, well, no, she that. leaves. She leaves that aud- the auditorium. Oh, yeah, okay. she is in school. I thought she was kicked. I don't know what's going on. She was there. She leaves it's, the auditorium. There's a lot of twists, guys. There are a lot of twists, but that's where it's like, did she get an idea from that? Or was the whole plot already in motion mm, at in point. them coming to even speak? Okay, okay. Like, to, like, bring them into the zeitgeist and, like, cause, so we don't, because we don't get that. I will say, did we need all the play-by-play at the end? Some I think the- so, because I don't think I would have fully grasped everything that was going on without it. No, I, I, but I think... If it maybe it was a better script, we wouldn't have needed it. Maybe. And I'm not saying it was a terrible script, but I feel like... There were a couple... I felt like there were a couple things that added, but there were a couple things that's like, did we need to know that exact reason? Gotcha. Like how that got there. But anyway, let's let's get back to it. So before we even start the film... I was looking at the back of the Blu-ray box. Okay. Okay. And we have Kevin Bacon from Mystic River. Mm-hmm. So he's, uh, you know, Kevin Bacon from Mystic River. Mystic River Oscar nominated, I believe, won some Oscars I that so. year. Matt Dillon from There's Something About Mary. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is probably post the rebirth of the teen sex genre with American mm-hmm. Pie. Then right after that, we had There's Something About Mary. And I mean, that is the rebirth of, of the raunchy comedy. Yeah, I remember the, everybody talking about that. Yeah, huge, huge movie that I don't think there would be. There would be no 40-year-old virgin. Without the 40-year-old virgin, there's no hangover. That is just the relaunching of, of that kind of R-rated mm-hmm. comedy. Uh, we have Nev Campbell from Scream. Mm-hmm. Scream, once again, is a movie that just redefined a genre. And one of, you know, a just absolutely fantastic film that is critically and commercially successful. 
And then we have Denise Richards from The World Is Not Enough. Are they being mean to her? Well, I don't know. Because, I mean, I guess this is a, a Blu-ray uh, thing. Then they, they could have said anything they wanted to Some say. Some of these movies were released after Wild Things. Oh, Mystic wh- River and There's Something About Mary were post-Wild Things Okay, movies. yeah. So they could have picked a lot of things. Because she had a really great run this year or two. Uh, of movies, I mean, I mean, I would say Starship Troopers, which was a, before this, which she was a bigger part in, mm-hmm. and, and and so I don't know. I, I think they're, I think they're throwing a little. They probably are. I mean, of, of depending on when it got released, I mean, you know, now she's a she's a housewife, right? She's a desperate housewife, not desperate housewife, a real housewife. Okay, is it different? Is it really? <laughs> are 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 the desperate housewives real, and are real housewives desperate? There's there's a Venn diagram. I don't think it's like a square <laughs> right. and a not rectangle all kind of thing. Desperate housewives are real, and not all real housewives yeah. are desperate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can, I can get behind that. Yeah. Okay. So then I've got pontoon boats. Is that a pontoon boat? Because people talk no, about no, it's an airboat. Airboat. Pontoon boat. A pontoon. They have two like tubes on the side, and then like some mesh in between. Right. I guess because people talk about like we should run a pontoon boat, and I was like, I don't want to do that. No, no, no. That that a pontoon boat is like just a flat boat it had with a flat just, boat with two floating things like a on the barge. side yeah it's just a floating bar okay 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 you can twerk on it and, and drink on it and yeah i can't believe that we don't have any of those in the river as like bachelorette party i'm sure we probably party do. barges i mean we have like like i think they call them party barges that are like on the street it's it the party barges on the street are just like a parade float i bet you can go to a lake and find a party barge probably i guess okay so um, but yeah, I just had like the, the beginning is so long. It's not telling me anything about this movie. It's telling me it's a Florida movie, which is how did this get made? There's a lot then, of gators. You know, there's, there's a lot of gators a and movie. bugs and stuff. But other than that, it doesn't really give me any vibe. Well, maybe a New Orleans movie, but I'm, I'm getting flo- I'm getting Florida pretty hard. Yeah, more so. But I don't really have like even beach type scenes. But then we then we start truly coming into it. We're at a high school. We've got a you know, a POV situation. So we've got someone walking through the crowd, lots of whispers and this and that. And so it winds up being, it's Matt Dillon, you know, whispers about him being so hot, like he's the hot teacher as he's coming up. He's a really the guidance counselor, which I don't know. I've never, he doesn't look like any guidance counselor I've ever seen. No, he seems like he has a classroom too. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't buy guidance counselor fully. He's no. educator of the year. My guidance counselor didn't educate me about anything. No, no. In fact, I missed out on probably plenty of scholarships and internships because of my guidance counselor. <laughs> but yeah, my guidance counselor looked at me when I was, said I was planning on going to a selective university and, um, and like, well, we don't really do that here. So <laughs> you're just going to have to kind of figure that out on Good your luck. own. Good luck. Okay. I really don't have any notes like about the program. Do you have notes about the the sex crime program? I have uh, notes before that. I have John McNaughton. Who is this guy? And I looked him up. His main movie he did before this was Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, Hmm. which is just a horrific kind of early torture porn slasher film starring um, Michael Rooker. Oh. (laughs) Who, you know, if you've seen the... Uh, Kevin Smith movies, you know, is the dad in uh, Mallrats, or you probably know him more now from Guardians, his of, the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Fun story about him. I was uh, shaking uh, Lou Ferrigno's hand at the Incredible Hulk booth at the Dragon Con in Atlanta, and somebody's like tapping me on the shoulder, like, hey, man, can I get by? Turn around, and it's Michael Rooker. <laughs> and, like, was, oh, Michael Rooker, he was probably for Walking Dead at that time when mm. I was, but yeah, it's so, like, like when he says, can you get by, you you move out of the way because he's a maniac. <laughs> yeah, he's a maniac in everything. 
Absolutely. Okay. And then um, I have a return of a certain type of hound. That's right after. Yes, I have that as a note too. <laughs> um, right. So, who's our original pussy hound? Um, Robert Redford was a poon hound. Poon hound. Yes. Poon hound. So we have a poon hound and a pussy hound. I don't know, like, what's what's the difference? Is it different in ear length or the tail different? Or I don't know what our. Or what our I don't know. Is. Yeah, what they're going after exactly. But what I have is that Kevin Bacon saying he's. I've heard he's a pussy hound. The female detective is saying I thought he was kind of cute. I'm like. Is that mutually exclusive? I don't really think so. Um, I think that you could be both. I would think to be a poon hound, you would have to be at least a little attractive. If you're an effective poon or pussy hound, like if you're actually like, what does that mean? Like, are you prolific or are you just an enthusiast? Okay. Okay. I think when we get to striptease, which we will probably get to, mm-hmm. striptease is another Florida movie. Yeah. And I think that uh, that Burt Reynolds could probably be described as a sure yeah yeah, as a various type of genitalia hound and but i think he's an enthusiast an enthusiast okay from what i've seen of striptease i think he is an enthusiast but does an enthusiast make you a hound i don't know we'll find out i'm not sure to be determined yeah (laughs) Uh, going deeper on striptease we will determine if burt reynolds is truly a hound or just an enthusiast and what is the difference well i think well okay yeah I think we, we've we've put that out there. Okay, so then um, then we then we've got some sailing. I was like, Ugh, high school movies and bougie sports. I, I mean, said that sailing may be whiter and richer than lacrosse. For sure. I have previously said that lacrosse is the whitest and richest thing you can do. Nope. Sailing, sailing, definitely, because you've got you've got. The, the the poor kid who's like cleaning the boats after class so he can be part of the course because the course costs so much. But while there, it which just made me think of, sorry, the Friends episode where she like lies and she's just going to the regatta gala. Like, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know why I just wrote that down. But then we've got the cheerleaders in the background. It's a lot of cheerleaders. It's a lot of cheerleaders. And they just came in saying, the Buccaneers are number one and don't you forget it, over and over is all they say. And I think it's just so they're like in the background. It's like so we can have all the slow-mo shots and it's it's just the same thing over and I'm like, but we're not going to forget the Buccaneers are number one. Okay, okay, okay. Like, I already forgot what the team name was. So Buccaneers. All right. The blue something Buccaneers, whatever the school is that everybody talks about. Right, Tom Brady would be disappointed in me. Sorry. I know that that's important to you. And then... Next, I have Denise Richards acts with her teeth. (laughs) Her teeth are just so prominent in every time she's talking. She just has to talk around them because they're probably not real. So, and I feel like it's almost like any time we see her for the first time, it's almost like fish islands. Like the teeth seem closer to you than the rest of her face. I mean, she is beautiful, but she does have very interesting bone structure. She does. She does. Yeah, she, she's she's very beautiful. And in this, she's probably, well, actually, I was going to say, at this point in her life, she's probably mostly real. No, never mind. I take that I, back. I feel like we we saw some things that were not real. That oh, were absolutely on. not real. And she's still pretty young. I feel like there's some things, like, I don't actually think that they're still around. So this might be, like, our only chance to really uh, get, a, get a glimpse. Oh, she like probably has replacements. Yeah, I think. Well, I think they've been removed or replaced. Yes, I'm sure a lot of people of that era have. I mean, because those were truly like silicone. They don't really do silicone anymore. I don't think. I think they're actually back to it. I think they found more body safe. Uh, hmm. Yeah, silicone analogs. So. Gotcha. Okay. Then 
I have semi-charmed kind of life. I mean, come on. Oh, Can yeah. we get any more 1998? No. That was so great. No, so good. I mean, the best song about crystal meth ever, probably. How many songs? I mean, I'm sure there's songs that are inspired by crystal meth. <laughs> probably songs written on crystal meth. But Plenty. But I feel I like we probably right. don't hear most of the meth songs. I feel like we've heard lots of psychedelic songs. Mm-hmm. I feel like most meth songs. They're not that. They're not that happy. Even though it's probably not really like. I mean, you're talking about mattress on the floor and things like that. But it sounds happy, and they did. I'm surprised they did muffle that on mm-hmm. radio play. Like oh, they yeah. would kind of jumble the the meth talk. There she goes versus um, semi charmed kind of life. Mm-hmm. What's the happiest? song about being messed up hmm. the happiest song about being messed or up. or is there another one i mean i i you have to put a pin in that I'm, I'm sure that there are some but i can't think of any we'll come back on going deeper we'll see is there a is there a song that is a happier song about the negative effects of drug use okay pin going deeper all right so you know as we know the plot of this movie i do think that Matt Dillon's kind of transformation, if you will, is really well played. It's very subtle. Mm-hmm. I will give him that. You know, he's very conscious that Denise Richards is interested in him and that he's very conscious to not be alone with her. I mean, I felt like he was a general, genuinely good dude for the first maybe mm-hmm. 40 minutes of this movie. And all of a sudden, I realized, oh, no, like he's been a weirdo the whole he's been a creepo the whole time like just been faking it wow yeah it, it's done really really well i mean he he doesn't want to drive her home by herself he gets the the, the other kid i um, he doesn't want to be alone with her you know when she's washing the car um even though i mean obviously if he truly didn't want that happen he wouldn't have had them come to his house but that was all to put the whole plan in motion so i wrote uh, Teresa russell next okay know, do you, are you do you know her she's the mom I kind of recognize her, but not really. She is, I mean, she was in Black Widow. Um, she was in, movie title has not aged well, Whore, which is one of the probably first or second uh, really pretty well-reviewed NC-17 films okay. out there. So I guess maybe Henry and June was probably the first NC-17 movie that was okay. pretty well-reviewed. But, but yeah, um, after they changed from X to NC-17, you know, they pretty much just stopped making movies in that in that rating mm-hmm. zone and but yeah she was in one that was was pretty well reviewed or pretty well okay. received yeah I, I mean i liked her character she was you know she was all in and she was great oh she was going at it yeah she was she was all for it um but speaking of whores um nev campbell got her boots from whores are us <laughs> oh man they just i mean this went for it that was something about the 90s like we just that's not coming back no, um just no. the rampant way people just you know, launch at each other with that kind of language. Was the first line of this movie F off? Um, I don't know. I feel like it was like her, <laughs> like in the, in the, uh, in the assembly. If like some guys like messing with her, like trying to untie her. Oh, whatever. And did she say fuck off? I think so. Does yes. She? I think that's like the opening line of this film. There we go. I yeah. mean, yeah. All right. So then, I don't even really have notes for, you know, for plot, plot's sake. The girls, I guess, cheerleading team or somebody's like doing a car wash. Matt Dillon's not going to be able to bring his car by, but he says, hey, you can come by, wash my car. The next day, you guys can come and do that. It's a whole setup where we are to think that she's going to set it up so she can be alone with him because she's she's really interested in him. 
And he seems to be kind of thwarting that. But then also, you know, the plot kind of she leaves disheveled. And so we know something's afoot. Um, Then we get to her house, her mom, while her mom is going at it um, with a, uh, you know, gardener, uh, pool guy, you know, someone who's in her employ. We never see him actually what he does for a living. I don't know. know, We see him being hired muscle. We see him swimming in the pool. We never see him actually sweeping the pool or or doing gardening or anything like that. But um, mom gets a message from the school that she didn't go to school that day. Um, and so, you know, figuring that out and you can backtrack on me, um, if you'd like to, but she finds her shooting, shooting, (laughs) shooting skeet, which I just felt all the drop dead gorgeous vibes. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Which is one of my favorite movies that Denise Richards is in. I think she has is probably her most masterful performance. I mean, I think so. She does. She plays really well in this, but it's pretty consistent. I mean, she does. I guess she does in drop dead gorgeous too, but it's so the whole movie just so subversive. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen it, that's my rec. Go watch Drop Dead Gorgeous. It's fan- It's just so good. I mean, if you're deciding, if you haven't seen either one, you're deciding on watching this one. If you haven't already and watching Drop Dead Gorgeous, probably go with Drop Dead Gorgeous. It's it's just fun. It's yeah. more fun. It's yeah. smarter. I mean, I'm glad we took the time to watch this, but you know, I hadn't seen it since that first or second week of college. And but, I don't think but- I'd seen it all the way through. I mean, I'd seen snips and, of course... You know, my personality type is I, I I just know enough about things to have conversations about them. And so I knew enough about this movie to have a conversation about it. But, you know, some of the logistics I was unaware of. So, I mean, it was entertaining in that way. Mm-hmm. We get the, we get Denise Richards saying she's been raped and she's been raped by Sam Lombardo, who is Matt Dillon's character. And mom is pissed. But mom is pissed because she's jealous. Mm. She is not pissed because something has happened to her daughter. Everything that happens from the mom from this point is her being scorned. Do you think that? I, I don't think you're wrong. I, I, I think that's not 100%, but I think that is in there, yes. Well, so, yes think- he has obviously had an affair with the mom. And she, he's been thwarting her. Yes, yeah, she's been trying to get at him, and and he's kind of yeah, I'm too busy. And yeah, she's been kind of pushing it, pushing him aside. So it's her pride. Maybe maybe I, t- I roll it back just a tad. Everything she does is due to her pride. Whether it's her wounded pride due to him, kind of rejecting her for now being attracted to her daughter, even if it is ill conceived. But it's also she's the richest lady in town, so no one's gonna. No one's going to F with her um, and what she's got going on. So she's going to take this person down. I have written down, not all that subtle with all the class stuff. No. Like, we <laughs> no. have like this no, huge not at all. mansion. We have uh, Matt Dillon who lives in a modest uh, bungalow. House, I would bungalow. call it like a bungalow. And then we have yeah. Nev Campbell in the trailer at the alligator farm. Like, right. it is, they are not subtle on where these people stand socioeconomically. <laughs> not at all. And, and it's all about, you know, he's a social climber. He's he's trying to, you know, he's sleeping with everyone, you know, trying to, to get some blue blood to, to marry him. And mom puts puts him in his place. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, you're a boy toy. Nobody's interested. Like, know your place. She literally says that. And then, you know, after that, they're going to the going to the country club and the guy won't park his Jeep. And number two comes out and... Uh, Robert Wagner. <laughs> Robert Wagner. Like exactly. He's in this movie. What? Could he not have done any better? 
He's not doing a lot. This is pre-Austin Powers, isn't I guess, it? Yeah. Or right around Austin Powers. Yeah, I, it, it's, uh, it's around. They were probably filming really close to the yeah, same Yeah, because times. I... Oh, no, no. I feel like the first Austin Powers would have definitely been before this. I don't yeah, know about the second I'm one. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Yeah, because I went and went and saw that with um, Teen Wolf. Okay. And a boyfriend who shall not be named. Then my next note is just, they really wanted Tim Meadows for the principal, but they couldn't get him. Mm, the I guy could, sounded so much like Tim Meadows. I could see that. I could see that. But I also have, he says, like, I can't park your Jeep. Mm-hmm. And they earlier, like, when do you want me to come by and watch your Jeep? I mean, there's probably some money being paid by Got Jeep it. for this. Got it. Uh-huh. But I hate it when people make a brand name, a, a, a common item into a brand name that was not previously. Like, Kleenex, that's one thing. Because people have always called right. facial tissue Kleenex. It right. was Kleenex before they had the name for the generic product. Mm-hmm. But like, guys, sorry. Some people that I know that li- might listen to this. If you say you're going out to your Weber or your big green egg. Sorry, I, I find you incomprehensibly douchey when you say that. <laughs> if you tell me to go out in the back that drinks are in the Yeti. Sorry, it's a cooler. It's I'm sorry. You're, I know that you're dropping that you spent too much money on something, but it just is what it is. That's fine. It, you're you're feeling the class war of this movie. I am definitely feeling the class war right now. Which is funny because probably t- saying Jeep is probably un- like saying, oh, you're just your Jeep. Right, not your Benz or your Mercedes or your whatever. I know, but it, it still it hit a nerve. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so as we travel, you know, now he's been he's not been. They do this strangely. They, you know, she accuses him of rape. They do not bring him in. They go all around the world asking about him to other people to doing all this research whatever they never come in and question and question him which i think is highly unlikely in the way that they would handle this in any other situation but so he finds out kind of third party that that he's been accused of rape and he needs to get a lawyer because it's you know there's no way that anybody is going to come up against sandra ryan um who is denise richard's mom or van ryan I think Ryan, there's a think, VR yeah. on the on the on gate. The gate. <laughs> yeah. So who do we go to? We go to the other side of the tracks, and we have Bill Murray. Did you notice the sign on the, on his law office? Um. Yes, but no. It's like whatever attorney at law, and there's all like injury law, whatever law, whatever law, whatever law, whatever law, and then on the bottom, as seen on TV. <laughs> I did not see that. Amazing. That was a really great little visual joke That's there. Perfect. Yeah, because he is so good in this. So we get Nev Campbell. Mm-hmm. Then they interview her, and she accuses him as well. So all of a sudden, we have two accusers. Mm-hmm. We, you that know. changes. That changes. And now, now they're arresting him because we've got what is it at the end where he says, you know, once is an accident, second is a problematic coincidence, and third is enemy action. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're starting to get to this dude's a predator. Right. Right. Yeah, we've got Bill Murray. We see Bill Murray come, and you may have notes in between this, but I, that's the next notes I have. Like Bill Murray. I guess it's not even, I'm not even sure when it is, but it's before he's dressed because they have money. Um, But I just have him, that he's dressed like any villain in any kind of period type piece. He looks like 
Island of Dr. Moreau or Belloc or... Yeah, he's in just pastel suits and he's always wearing his neck brace anytime neck anybody's brace. watching. But he has, he has a scene where he's like wearing like a whole like white outfit. He's like, he looks like the bad guy from Roadhouse. He does. Like he does. all of those people, you know. Did you notice when he's coming over to the house, like walking around looking for him and he's just like grabs a leaf off of one of the trees and eats yeah, it? Yes. <laughs> They are really letting him just do just whatever. Somebody just—I mean—is this—is this pre Rushmore? Definitely. I, this is 1998. Yeah, so this is, is pre Rushmore, I think. And there, someone realized that there is some untapped Bill Murray talent. That yeah. Well, he's he's got a line later that. And this is like when he was doing Operation Dumbo Drop. You know, th- this is not. Bill Murray is a serious actor, and I love it. I mean, I, I have I have in here is like the way I see it, Tommy, and I put slash kitten, um, <laughs> in the way he delivers, you know, delivers his line. Yeah. So before we even Nev Campbell accuses him, we come up to her her trailer, and she's listening to Jane's Addiction. Case choice. Case choice. Sorry. Case choice. Who I just had a friend just post all of her concert tickets and she posted like the one biggest one was her case choice ticket. Can we also say forbidden forbidden soundtrack or whatever? Case choice played a uh, concert with the Verve Pipe. If any of you remember the freshmen from from that those summers. <laughs> and it was 18 plus and it happened the day before my 18th birthday at Exit Inn, a, a classic classic venue in Nashville. But then they played three months later at, at uh, 328 Performance Hall, a concert that I don't even ever realize happened. So I, w- I was into other things when I got into college, so I completely missed out on Case Choice. If you're out there, you're on my bucket list. We uh, we saw Alanis. We saw Garbage. So Case Choice, you're, you're in my top ten on my bucket list now. I'm all for it. Um, okay. And then I have, like, okay, Kevin Bacon... They do a really good job of making him seem so square. Oh yeah. He when he looks like a like a Mormon on mission. <laughs> he's wearing a white short, short sleeve shirt and a black tie. He's wearing his badge on his shirt chest pocket. I've never seen a detective in any movie ever do that. It's always like at the hip or you know because they're always trying to just be cool. And I don't know what we're trying to prove with that because then obviously we later find out that he's very rogue like very much a rogue or a loose i think we're supposed to feel like he's completely by the book yeah i guess, that I guess that's is, the visual not cue. By the book, but he is completely completely the white knight in this in he's this dogged he's gonna get the man he's, you know, gonna... he's even if the you know the, the squirrely da won't let him he's he's gonna get it because he does, like, he, yeah, when he's even decided, like, this is not the end of this story, oh, he no, does no, go. No, 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 no. <laughs> he just grabbed the bookmark from my notebook and just tried to walk away with it and then tried to knock over my glass and uh, stepped on a button that said uh, to delete the entire thing, but it's disallowed while recording. <laughs> good, so, good, good. So thank you, Audacity, <laughs> for not just deleting the last 30 minutes. Bowie? Apologies for the technical difficulties. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Um, from a visual cue, his his um, uniform, so to speak, um, or wardrobing, really gave him that that very like 
Boy Scout type of look that he's going to get the man. Even though the methods that he goes to to prove the plot that we, the or at least a part of the plot that we come to know that they're they're all um, colluding is a little not so. I've got some notes on that okay. after the trial. I okay. definitely have some notes on that after the trial. All right. I have the last thing I have before the trial is that we're in uh, the the alligator farm. Mm-hmm. Like, if nobody gets eaten by an alligator in this flick, I'm going to be a little bummed. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity. And th- I got to be honest, there's a lot of opportunity to create a lot more suspense and like menacing whatever with all the alligators that they don't really use that to affect. I just kind of have little notes of why are old limos, why do they look so tacky? Why is mom wearing a straw hat and yellow to court? Um, that seems completely <laughs> inappropriate. And then Bill Murray can't believe that his actual cross-examination worked. Like, the look <laughs> on his face is like, I can't believe that worked. Like, he gets enough Campbell to crack, um, you know, due to, you know, her, her allegations come. Before he, that, we have the reporter says, the girl from the wrong side of the tracks, <laughs> <laughs> the court reporter. And there is a guy, I don't know if you noticed, in the back of the courtroom, and he's constantly tapping his whole arm on the back of the like pew almost like bench that they have there mm-hmm. in the in the no. audience and I, I said like i didn't realize they had uh, they had apple watches or fitbits back then he's trying to get his steps <laughs> in <laughs> now I, I i bet like someone caught that and was like oh we cannot do this all over again like no, <laughs> no one's even gonna notice this yahoo in the back doing whatever he's doing like, nobody really does that in real life like there's, that's never really gonna be a thing that people are just you're gonna see people tapping 10 minutes to the hour that's never gonna be a thing that happens in life no nope. so we'll just leave it in right it's fine nobody cares sorry i completely interrupted you never can't never campbell cracks Right, she cracks under a cross-examination that the timeline of her assault doesn't really line up with how the times that she's reached out to uh, Mr. Lombardo for help, you know, when she's been arrested or been stranded or situations like that. And so then she says that it's all been, a you know, a plot, that it was Denise Richards' idea and that they were going to bring him down because he hurt her feelings and she wanted to see because and Denise Richards had the hots for him and she was mad that he was having sex with her her mom. Yeah, and that's when I have like the way I see it, Tommy, <laughs> kitten, um, when they're making he's trying to make a deal because now they're going to sue and know that uh, mom. You know, rich, rich mom is going to want to settle and they're going to get some cha-ching. The scene with uh, with number two and with Bill Murray at the little restaurant. It's so good. <laughs> so much It's a little fun. like roadside, roadside diner thing. It's great. Okay. I just have like a weird thing that's like, should we have picked up on the fact that Matt Dillon was a deviant because he's left-handed? <laughs> Because he writes really strange on that board. And then he saw, we see him signing. And I think that's what where I was writing that down from. Oh, I never noticed he was left-handed. Yeah. Like he writes like against the grain. Like some things he wrote up from down up. Like his E was like from the bottom up. And he crossed, like he underlined things from right to left. Interesting. And, interesting. Yeah, it was different. I just, I have the website for the bank is really wild in 1998. And I noticed like, <laughs> I think I've skipped the scene this movie is most famous for. I have no notes about. I, I really don't either, like about like the pool scene. 
No, I was going to say the uh, before the pool scene, the hotel scene. Oh, the hotel scene. I feel like that's what this movie is really known Probably for. Probably so. Uh, like the basically the threesome. I, I mean, I just really have notes that that Dev Campbell has some clause that she's not going to do nudity, but Denise Church is like, I got it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I, I remember being a little shocked by that renting this because. I feel like Denise Richards might be like the only person in the cast of a uh, movie the same year, uh, Starship Troopers, who wasn't like. Oh, that's true. Everybody in that movie is naked. Yeah, and yeah, she, so we, just we don't see her. That, like, yeah, we're not going to. And I think uh, Nev Campbell's probably still party of five contract. That so makes sense. She might have wanted to whip him out, but there's probably some sort of rules about that. Right. That's probably why her hair at the end is obviously a wig. They probably couldn't just halfway through filming a season of party of five dye your hair blonde so yeah but also i think it, it's supposed to look like a wig because she's incognito now because she's been there and you know she's supposed to be dead but right. and we did spoiler sorry <laughs> we watched this right before going to sunday school class so that's a. <laughs> uh, uh, so yes yeah, so we we're cooking after watching this and before going to sunday school and jenny's like is it bad if i have some champagne in between like, like while we're before sunday school class i'm like no nah, it's fine it's cool I, I'm, I'm having a bourbon you know it's, it's all right and did not completely miss the opportunity to make a, a joke about pouring it on each other or just completely missed opportunity. So, Sorry, I would apologies. have said, I, I would have been really practical about it. It's just really sticky. <laughs> just really don't have time to put, put it all back together. Yeah, you know. Sorry, we were, yeah, we were on, we were on a time clock, time crunch. So then I have, you know, we get to the pool scene. Yeah. Well, we've got the, oh, which pool scene? The, the swim team pool scene? No, 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 no. Is, Go ahead with first. the swim team pool scene. You can have at it. Well, basically just like way to blow blow his whatever um, bacon. Like he's like shouting across the pool his like theory of the case. It's like, um, you know, we've got her in, in, in this, you know, we've we've talked a little bit about this before, but, you know, swim team, one, one pieces. Oh, we've talked about that before, but boy, I have some, some <laughs> memories, some formative memories of, of Jenny's swimsuit that had seen better days and was maybe for a less womanly body. Um, he means like it had probably been eaten by chlorine is yeah, what he's talking you, about. You could see more than, than was probably intended by the manufacturer. I don't know what Jenny was intended, but the well, manufacturer was I was, was a 15-year-old girl. I really wasn't probably intending a lot. It's definitely one of those things where you kind of like retro after the fact go like, oh, 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 well, oh. Okay, like, well, it's done. I mean, we're, you know, you're at like a, a church camp weekend. So, I mean, once you're there, that, there's no going home to pick out another swimsuit. So, that's, that's well, what you got. And... What I remember wearing, I remember wearing that at a pool event, like an evening pool event. So, I don't know. Anyway, maybe I wore it other times. I don't really remember. I remember, uh, can we say Disciple Now weekend on this thing? <laughs> oh, did I wear it then? Yeah, Chris's house at the pool. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, that would have been full daylight. Full, full daylight. <laughs> um, <yeah>. Vividly. <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> Moving on. So yeah, so, so that scene. Then uh, then I have like the lesbian scene in the pool. Right. Anything before that? Oh, basically, I mean, just the different approaches. Like you see, you see Kevin Bacon come to Kelly at swim team practice in his in his suit in or in his like business hire then he goes to nancy who we already know nancy being nev campbell no Susie. sorry she's have some very craft nancy vibes is what she's really but that may have been i don't know when that was 
Before. Before. Yeah. So she's really... This is post-craft. So she's really kind of pulling on that a little bit, I think, because she hasn't really played that kind of bad girl as much um, in other stuff. But when he comes to Susie, we already know they have a history, and he's just, like, super cash. So he's comfortable really throwing his weight in a non-official capacity. I mean, he's, like, choking her almost in, in trying to get her to confess that they colluded in some sort of way that the money was the the target. And then you said, yeah, we've got the pool scene where she comes over to Kelly's house. She's with the wildest phone I have ever seen. Oh, I guess it was like, maybe it was, was it waterproof? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. That antenna was crazy. It, yeah. It probably was some sort of waterproof phone, like cordless phone. That That's probably what it was. But I've I never just, seen one like that either. I wrote down people know how warrants work. Maybe mm-hmm. they didn't back then, but now they do. Right. And I said, Bacon is just a creepy taking dirty pictures of teenage girls. Basically. And then we go straight into the next scene, and the DA is like, you're just a weirdo <laughs> taking naked pictures of teenage girls. Like, no court will allow this. You don't have a warrant. The DA gets it. The DA gets it. And when the, the DA like, ever? It's true. When does the DA ever get it? What cop movie does the DA or the chief ever, the voice of reason... <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he totally is the whole time. And he's like, turn this off. We're basically, he's like, I don't want, like, we're all going to get arrested if we're watching this. Turn this off right now. But yeah, but basically, like, Bacon's got a look on his face, like, what did I just see? And then I have, like, 90s girl and girl, like what I was talking about earlier. You know, that's just when I feel like before the world could accept lesbians, they had to think that it was hot. Like, does that make sense? Like that was the the starting of the phase. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right in any kind of way, but for male brains to start to decipher what a lesbian was, it had to go through this kind of almost like porn lens first. I mean, this is around the same time as friends, the first couple Mm -hmm. seasons. So America just wasn't ready to accept some things. And, you know, looking back, it's, probably hurt a lot of people and it's shameful and it's unfortunate that this was the way we went about it was by trying to make it a turn on as a society but but i think that just that's just what happens in a you know in a more patriarchal society it's like everyone's sexuality is gauged on how it affects men's sexuality i think like a certain age white man like how how can it be sexy to me? What's the concentric circles outside of this person having sex with me? And if they are not going to have sex with me, what is my relationship to their sexuality? I kind of think is how that works. I, I think so. I think so. There, there's really something to be seen about how maybe threatening and how other and mm-hmm. then how, you know, how does this, how does this benefit me? But also do I'm not that honestly, I had not even thought of this in the movie, well, I guess I thought about it a little bit, but it really comes out now. How did this even happen? Why are they on their own making out and potentially having sex in the pool? How did that happen? Because they didn't like like each other. This whole plot comes into play. We, you know, we find we, we think at this moment it's being kind of who's masterminding it is is gray we think it's the we think it's matt dylan we'll come to find out later it's not so i think this scene doesn't play knowing how the movie ends i think the scene of them putting nev campbell wrapped in plastic in the back of the jeep that doesn't 
that doesn't play either. They could have done a couple of things that would have alluded to that without having to do that because that didn't make a lot of sense. Unless... Maybe maybe I'm missing another post-credit scene that explains something. Well, I think with that, Kelly thinks that she's dead. Mm. I think in Kelly's version of this and Denise Richards' version of this, she's dead. And... The plan was, you know, and even Matt Dillon says this later, you, you were supposed to frame her for her death so that she couldn't be part of the final payout. I still think, like, uh, lady back there, like, the bloody lady's breathing, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think she would. I, you don't think she'd pick up on that? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Like, why is the, why is the plastic going, oh. I, I don't think, no, people don't breathe like that. Yeah. I, I think, I and then, you know, She's just seeing what she is assuming she's seeing. This is extreme. I mean, it gets more and more extreme, and it's going past her point of comfort. I, I think that she's a part of it, but doesn't really think it's going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And when it does, it's like she's just going along. But why? And in, in no part of this do they need to be sexually attracted to each other. No, no. There, it doesn't really work. I mean, the only way it works is like he's getting them, he's participating in sex with both of them together as like this, you know, we're all part of a team as part of the driving, but then them on their own. Yeah, Nev Campbell, if she's actually orchestrating this whole thing, I don't know what she is getting from this Other than from just this liaison. manipulating Denise Richards, but why is Denise Richards... She's not what, in what, love with her. Yeah, what so are we, what are we manipulating? Here? Yeah, so I, I don't really. That, that honestly, that scene just plays for teenage boys. Probably, and I was a teenage boy at the time, so fine. sorry. It's fine. You don't have to apologize for it. Um, but it doesn't really. When you stop and go, like, why? Like, the, like I said, the cover of the the movie does not happen. Right, but it is still the two of them in the pool. So right, obvi- obviously, we're supposed to want to watch them make out in a pool right but after they like after diddy searcher almost kills her right which gotta you gotta be thinking like because we do find later you know that Susie is the full mastermind of all Mm -hmm. this gotta be thinking shit like i might just die in this pool and you know i didn't see this coming i mean it is weird though that like nev campbell is one of the hottest stars of the late 90s Mm -hmm. i mean just straight up no no argument you know scream scream two she is huge Denise Richards is probably forgotten about now that she was a pretty big sex symbol in this couple years mm-hmm. era too. I mean, from from Starship Troopers to this to The World Is Not Enough. I mean, yeah. you don't get to be a Bond girl if it, people you don't know. find you universally attractive. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So this is two of the biggest stars of the day of a of a you know certain teen attractive whatever you know having a sex scene in a pool and then the next scene all i can think of is i guess this is what being 40 is like uh watching kevin bacon get the water cooler with the little snow cone cup and thinking i've never actually seen one of those in real life i've never <laughs> seen those snow cone cups it's only in movies and tv shows I I don't, you've worked in more offices have you seen the little snow cone cups before? not in an office i've worked at, at like a public building mm. like Probably at like maybe when I went and got my name changed to the social security office okay. or something like that. Yeah, I've never seen one of the snow cone cups before. No, I've, I've never had one. Yeah. She was in some stuff. I mean, like she was working tour. I mean, this obviously pushes her over 
in terms of sexuality, but she was on little things like she was in Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. She was okay. in Melrose Place, like a couple episodes here and there. She was in a couple episodes of Weird Science. So Ooh, Weird Science? Yeah. I watched a ton of that. She was in a one episode. So she was making the rounds. She was in Nowhere. Really? Yeah, she was in Nowhere. I don't know. I mean, that's definitely... That's definitely more my wheelhouse than yours. Yeah, that movie... Yeah, Greg Araki films screws are with me. definitely in my wheelhouse more than Jenny's. But so she's slowly doing little things. You know, she's in an episode of Saved by the Bell, um, doing little bitty things that are kind of punching the... Her punch card of like, are you hot enough? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, to, to be in, in the zeitgeist that way. All right, so then... I don't know why I just were like dude found teeth. I don't know why I, I wrote that. But then I wrote for the lady detective heels on the beach. Yes. <laughs> I mean, she's just like in her. She, she looks she's like in a skirted suit with some blocky heels. I don't think she dresses like that any other time in the movie, but she's on the beach while there is a crime scene straight up on heels. Not sinking too. they must have given her some nice plywood underneath. But. She won a blockbuster award. Okay. For this role. Really? I like her. I, she's great in it, but like, I don't know what about, you know, best supporting female. Hmm. It just seems like a bit of a... I mean, it, that's a award people vote on. You know? Okay. That's, but still, that yeah, she won a Blockbuster Entertainment Award. I mean, I don't. I think she's great in this role, but this role doesn't really give her a lot. No, no, I, yeah, I don't know where that came from. I don't want to take it away from her. I mean, no, you know, no, she's I fantastic think, yeah. in this, but I, I really don't understand... How that happened. Yeah. Favorite supporting actress in suspense film. Huh. I guess maybe there weren't a lot of suspense film. Maybe. She's great. She's great. Yeah, she's great. But but what it doesn't stand out, I don't think. I, I don't think so either. But yeah, it's also got a Saturn Award nomination for Best Music, which you disagree with. I totally disagree with. Um, the Los Angeles Film Critics Association Award Best Supporting Actor was for Bill Murray this year in Rushmore. So this had one of the best actors of the year in it. And Nev Campbell actually uh, was nominated for a Razzie for 54 this year. Mm. So it also has one of the actresses that has one of the worst roles of her career. <laughs> one of the best roles of their career and one of the worst roles of their career I the mean, same year. It's kind of a, it, you know, it's kind of a crapshoot because you can put on your best performance, but depending on how it's edited and marketed and all those things, you don't really have a lot of control over those things. But I don't have anything before Kevin's bacon. <laughs> Go ahead if you got something. Um, well, I, I have like, um, okay, so Matt Dillon has the kids' files in his hotel room. Are those real files or did he make those up? May, I don't uh, know. It would have been a lot of work to make that up, but I yeah. guess he could have. But it seems like really strange. So like we, we see him like walking out with like one box. Like and he like stole the file cabinets with all the kids' <laughs> records. I don't know. I mean, it's pre HIPAA, so you I know. mean his his award got smashed. I, I guess mean, so. He's like, oh, so I'm taking the file cabinets. I guess maybe. And then I have really detective that easy. He isn't that charming. Like they almost kiss, like because he's telling her that. Denise Richards threatened other people and oh maybe he didn't really have anything to I mean there nobody's charging him Kevin Bacon is is convinced slash is pushing people in his direction really in a crazy way so that people can think he's crazy and really pull away from his direction it's all a misdirection misdirection right. but I mean I mean Matt Dillon is like in this movie he is the sexiest thing that has ever walked on two feet I mean he is a very attractive but she's there to stake him out because she thinks and and so she gets told one piece of information from one file and she like almost kisses him like 
Um, I'm I'm not a fan. She of probably that. watched The Outsider. She's probably still got some. <laughs> um, she's got some very meta feelings for him. Exactly, exactly. So, I I still think that's this a, guy looks kind of like the guy from The Outsiders. <laughs> He's still, it's like, do you ever get that? Did everybody tell you you look like the guy from The Outsiders? I mean, he still kind of looks like a leading man from 40 years before. He does. He I mean, does have that vibe. His bone structure. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is about him. If The way he carries himself, just his hair. I, I don't know what it is, but he definitely looks like a leading man from a previous generation. He does. But then, then you know, going later on, is that there's something about Mary. Like, he really leans hard into, like, a really kind of crazy look yeah like they do something with his teeth and he's got a weird mustache and but still i think it's a cheap play this woman is this woman is smart and she's trying to do her job and she's trying to like figure this out and i think it really kind of underplays her credibility that she would just maybe randomly kiss this guy i don't think it underplays her credibility i think it what it does is it says like even she is who is so you know professional and and such a badass can be brought in by this guy's charm. Like, that's how charming this dude is. But then I think that they cut some part of the scene. Okay. Because I didn't feel like there was enough there to get there. Okay. Personally. But it's possible. Okay, so then the Swamp Noir music is a little overdone. Yeah, and then I've got Bacon Dick. So it's like, wait a minute, Kevin Bacon's in on it? I'm so shocked. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, Kevin Bacon's in on it? Oh, and like, was that a dick? Like, I was like... We just saw his dick. Like, wait, what? You know, that was not necessary. I mean, because there's, I mean, it's just him and Matt Dillon. Was was this was this a little like everybody gets a little gay piece in in this movie? Like, I think if we'd played up, maybe the Matt Dillon relationship, you know, kind of tr- trying to turn it on to him a little bit. I think that could have been, been a interesting. That could have been really interesting. But I did write down, you know, Matt Dillon's change of tone and the way he speaks to people mm-hmm. how it changes um how he's very like he's got a lot more swagger in his tone as this is starting to unravel if you will and i did think that was a nice subtle play but yeah it's like yeah it was brief but you don't see that many balls in movies i mean i didn't see his balls not like, for laughs you know it's uh like he did some work i'm sorry there was some work to get that much shown in that quick of a swing not sure what, not sure, yeah, anyway. Apocryphal story. Okay. That I have read about this. Okay. That he said that they've made several takes on this. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, he has a no dick clause in his contract. Okay. And which I might call BS on because I feel like if you have a no dick clause in your contract, you're probably wearing one of those like, little sock things. Of course you are. So, so yeah, so I may be BS, but I guess, you know, they... Matt Dillon doesn't step in at the right time or throw the towel at the right time, whatever, so that there is one take where there's full-on wobblies and that, uh, I guess, the director called him like, dude, like, we got to use this take. And like, well, how's it looking? Magnificent. Okay, go for it. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't know that I was, I would classify it as as such. I don't know that I would, on any film... if but, you happen to catch somebody's wiener wobbling around in a, in a in when you're shooting a film and you're trying to talk them into like let us use that take, what, what word are you getting? Of gonna course, use? of course, you're gonna you're gonna, gonna, you're gonna say that it's great, but yeah, like it's noticeable, which I would think most of the time just casual shower, not so noticeable. But anyway, but they're so chummy. 
But Bacon is a producer on this film. Okay. So he said, like, he did have a case to sue himself since he had a, uh, a uh, no-dick clause. Uh, so, yeah, he did have a case to sue himself. But he didn't. He was like, it was, you're right. When you're right, you're right. It's magnificent. Right. I will let it stand. His tan line, not so magnificent. Right. I think he did, like, a TED Talk years later, like, show your bacon. And just, <laughs> you know, kind of trying to convince male actors that, you know, if we expect lady actors to do this, we should be willing to... If it's if it's important for the if it's important for their character, it's important for ours. Damn it! Or maybe well, we I appreciate that. I mean, I don't know have, that have a double standard or have no standard whatsoever. I can agree with that. I I I don't know that I want a lot of that, but I think that's where the double standard is. It's like women aren't clamoring for it because that's not that doesn't enhance the scene. I don't think <laughs> so. But men are definitely clamoring for the opposite. Right. I definitely thought like early on in in our relationship, a thing you said to me that uh, that women aren't necessarily interested in how a naked man looks; they're more interested in what a naked man does. Yeah, that's I, I still stand firm on that. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, they're they're awfully chummy for the way that this we eventually see how this goes down. They are not friends. They aren't friends who hatched this together. They have no relationship prior to this scheme. So, you know, the whole like, hey, partner, like, you know, you're here early. Like, because we, we have a back and forth of like where Kevin Bacon's kind of like, hey, man, I'm here early. Like, it's cool. Uh, and then when Matt Damon, uh, Matt Damon, <laughs> Matt Dillon's, it's going to take a few days, you know, have, have fun, relax. It's cool. And he's not interested. Like, he immediately is not so chummy. It's a weird, I don't know. I'm impressed how Nev Campbell got this to all go down, but it doesn't. Let's go sailing. We'll drink some Coors Banquet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Coors Banquet holds up. I was just drinking Coors Banquet in my uh, in my driveway with one of the guys that I knew that was a projectionist that uh, was one of the guys at the lunch table that worked at the theater. Yeah, we, we talked about that Who was telling bit. me how salacious this film was 20 years ago. Right, right, right. I wrote... Coors, because Bud Light won't pay me nothing. Sorry. Have a real <laughs> Brock Lesnar moment there. <laughs> right. But they, they, they do kind of keep the Coors like, turned to the side just a little bit. A little bit. A little they bit. Don't, but every don't... beer drunk in this is, is a Coors original or Coors banquet. Yeah. So yeah, it is. Definitely would not be the beer featured today. No, it wouldn't for sure. All right. So I kind of just at this point have really like – talking about the play-by-play kind of during the credits. Um, I did say that Nev Campbell said pop quiz before she shot him with the... (laughs) Our first episode, we talked about maybe even... We talked about speed for like 20 minutes. We did. We were talking about basic instinct (laughs) because we love speed. Mm -hmm. We even, you know, played around with talking about calling the going deeper uh, episodes pop quizzes, but we just felt like it didn't really it felt a little shoehorned in but i'm glad that nev campbell brought it back so yes and then murdered someone with a spear gun did she ask was she say pop quiz with that or did she say pop quiz before matt damon was why do I keep saying matt damon all of a sudden um matt damon. sorry <laughs> i think um, it was before like before he before he kills over from being poisoned because she asked him a question about Helios. Oh, was it about, the pop quiz was Helios? I think so. Oh, I don't know. Okay, maybe. So the, know, she it, says pop quiz before she kills somebody, right? Which is yeah, real baller. Um, <laughs> but I guess like, is that the way we're supposed to know that she's super smart? Is she knows some mythology? 
I don't know. I don't know. But then we get a like rewind kind of, of well, a little bit of rewind and a little bit of like gator talk uh, where female detective, uh, Detective Perez, she goes and she talks to the gator lady and she starts kind of breaking this down a little bit more to find out kind of how smart Nev Campbell was that she didn't, she knew how to sail. She, you know, had been, she'd seen basically uh bacon murder someone and and all these things that kind of start to to look a little different um and they go to her room and the tv has candles on it and the wax has drift all over the tv i cannot think of a more 90s thing than that. oh it's so 90s when i was in college i had a well friend i don't know person on my hall you kind of have a weird relationship with people that live on your hall. It's like you're friends, but you kind of become friends or friendly. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily friends. At the end of my hall, a couple of chicks had a TV, had a TV. They had a candle on top of it. They left burning it burned all the way through the, through the TV. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a big one. So like it, it had gone way down. So you couldn't even see that it was really burning anymore. Yeah. It destroyed their TV. It burned all the way through. Oh, man. <laughs> we want a TV. Like we Scored at Project Graduation. Which I like won nothing at Project Graduation. Uh, I, I don't know. Is Project Graduation local or is it is it national? I don't know. I Basically, like you, just, you go to the National Guard Armory and you stay up all night having a luau and, and playing casino games. And me and a couple of friends of mine, I mean, we legit scored. Like, we pooled our tickets together, our coins or chips or whatever together. And we were, we went like the first second and third thing in the auction at the end <laughs> and one of them was that exact tv and uh, we all had tvs i mean i, I probably should have taken that tv because we talked about my tv was garbage right. but we let chester take it and so yeah chester was one of the only like the three guys from my uh, class that went to the same college as me and I only saw Chester about twice the entire time in college. I saw Dave the Hammer. I saw him. He lived in the same hall as me. So I saw him just about every day. Well, Dave the Hammer. Who we eventually took ballroom dancing classes with. Right. Her. His wife's older sister lived across the hall from the girls that burned the TV. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So that's, <laughs> wow. Coming full circle. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, so then we get, so she sees her side of it. She's like, okay. I, that's how she learns really that Bacon was probably in on something. She doesn't know exactly. And also, Nev Campbell isn't exactly who she's cracked up to be. So, but then, Nev Campbell kills everybody. She sails off into the sunset um, with her blonde little flippy wig. And um, then we've got credits. And then we see start to be snips of the plan coming into play. And the plan really starts with blackmail, mm -hmm. which... Makes sense, but also didn't expect it. And it's exactly why I don't understand where Nev Campbell and Denise Richards like have the hots for each other. That doesn't really play out. We see this all start coming together. She's masterminding everything. Yeah, basically so that she can get money. That's, you know, because the Kelly's the money. That's why Kelly has to come into play. Kelly's going to be the payout. And then, I mean, I, I don't know if Matt... Dylan thinks they're going to ride off in the sunset together. All, all of this killing. But the worst, I mean, the worst, the worst part of the whole movie is them pulling Nev Campbell's teeth out. Oh. It's ugh, so awful and gross. I think I could have really used something more with the father's suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Nev Campbell had a hand in that. Oh, interesting. 
she maybe she came to him or something. I don't know. I don't know. Because I, the father's suit. Well, it, it's her father. Or, or no, no, it's her. It's her brother. Brother. Yeah, that was her brother. brother. And that's where it, that didn't really work. That didn't need to happen that way for her to really technically be co-heirs with Kelly's mom. Right. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like I feel like she had a hand in his death. She could have. And I, I feel like they had missed a chance to, to bring that up. Yeah, I, I, I think so. She could have been truly, truly a mastermind in that sort of way. And also, the the, the $8 million or whatever they, that she got was a little short-sighted. If she's truly an heir, you know, this is the late 90s. DNA's a thing. Oh, man, we could 23 and me this crap? Oh, dude. Yeah, I mean, this is, DNA's a thing. She, she, if she's owed half of that estate, I mean, granted, she gets this, she gets to go, and she gets to live her life away from everybody and reinvent herself and be a completely new person. I mean, I don't know how probate works in, in Florida, but. Well, but it's if already. If any of you out there is an attorney in Florida <laughs> in 1998, like, what's the probate rules like? If. Can but you just completely probate, disinherit someone or but probates probates if you have, don't have a will? It's, it's right? already, if you don't have a will, but sometimes even the, even if you have a will, it still has to go through the, the state. But that's already already happened because this is grandfather. Mm-hmm. So it, she might not be owed anything. She might just be disinherited. Well, I mean, she's probably not. She's not listed specifically because I don't know when, if, and slash if he knew she even existed. It seems like if he knew she had existed, she would be in a slightly better situation. Well, well, I think that's why she's so pissed off. That's why she's maybe. going after the family to get what's hers. I guess. I guess. It seems like a very convoluted way to get there. Yeah. And you almost get drowned in a swimming pool in the, in the whole scheme of things. And you have to pull your teeth out. I mean, she does get some good veneers later, I guess. But, oof, I mean, jeez. Shoot, I'll pull my teeth out for eight point one million. Oh no, you will not. <laughs> you will not. I'll get way better ones than the ones I have now. I'll get some Jaws teeth or something. Jesus, oh, so you guys know I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a transhumanist. I, I feel like that with technology we can make our bodies better and, and more adaptable to the environment. Yeah, that, that's definitely where this sex pot of a movie was going to go. <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> I'm sure they were thinking about that when they made this. Was, you know, right. How right. can we use technology to better improve our bodies? To, yeah. To, but to, I, to, to, to improve our species. I definitely think, you know, some of, some of the facts of the caper, if you will, were unclear. And that was helpful to have a little bit more clarity around why and how. But, oh, it was confusing as balls. Like, nobody could keep track. And I bet you if you were to go back and outline this, I bet you some of the stuff wouldn't make any sense. Some of it probably sense. doesn't work. But to be honest, the way it ended, like, it ended fine for me without it. Oh, I needed it. I, I, needed I mean, it. They, it just, they wanted money. Mm-hmm. Like, and they wanted money, whether it was Kelly wanted money and she didn't have access to her money unless unless it went this way. Right. Dude was just a bad dude. He was just a bad dude. And, you know, he could just be a bad dude. Nev Campbell was, you know, quote unquote, on the wrong side of the tracks. And so maybe easily manipulated because she she was fond of him and saw him as a father figure and could be swayed that way. The The cop thing, you know, bacon doesn't work quite as well. But maybe they do have, like, maybe they have a underlying relationship that we don't know about. And, you know, that's the way for everybody to get a payday. And it's just about a payday. Yeah. And that, that's, 
that's enough for real life, honestly. Oh, for yeah. In most real life situations, it's all about a payday. So I don't know that we needed all of that, except for Bill Murray oh, at the very end, <laughs> coming and bringing her her cash and be like, remind me to never make you like make you angry at me. Like, did he know all of it? Does he know like, everything? I feel like he was. Yeah, I feel like he, he was there from the beginning. From the beginning, he he. This is might not even been the first time they worked together. Might not have been. Which I mean, is what makes me wonder about the. The dad or the brother or whatever. So, maybe I don't so, know. maybe I don't so. Know. But yeah, that all, if nothing else, that post credit, absolutely necessary. Yeah, I feel like the first half of this movie I could have done without, with the second half really redeemed a lot of it. I, I feel like I really came away with a positive mm-hmm. impression yeah. of this film. I mean, I haven't watched yeah. it since 1998, fall of 1998, but I have a very thinking that this is smarter than it had any right to be. That it was marketed just as this torrid mm-hmm. trash, but it was smarter than I really expected it to be. Oh, yeah. It was definitely and I smarter. kind of feel that way coming out now. Yeah. I think Rotten Tomatoes listed at a uh, 63%. It's solid. Audience score, 53. Uh, IMDb is about 6.5. And that uh, as chaudry as someone else's lingerie, but not without a certain period watchability. <laughs> That's interesting. It's got Nev Campbell and Denise Richards making out. All the plot twists and double crossing of a James Elway novel. Nev Campbell and Denise Richards having a cat fight in a swimming pool. And Bill Murray as a sleazy neck brace wearing lawyer. Like, that's a pretty good review. Pretty good review. Yeah. It's so delightfully convoluted that the explanation for the film's machinations continue well into the credits. Which that worked. We don't see that many credit sequences, post-credit sequences are, are concurrent credit sequences really in any movies i feel like that's the only one i've seen that happens like that i, th- I think memento i have a memento. very similar kind of post credit kind of explains everything okay. that happened and then you're like what and the post credit scene explains everything i feel like this the bones of this movie and then like the bones of fight club you okay. watch Fight Club, and when you rewatch it, you start everything see... makes more sense. Yeah. Every time you watch it, you pick something else up. I feel like if you rewatch this movie, every time you watch it, you're going to pick something else apart. Probably some sort of glance, some sort of little subtle thing. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, that's that's about it for me. What else? What else you got, babe? No, I think that's it. I think that kind of really ties it up in a nice bow, or maybe packages it in a nice black briefcase for us <laughs> to carry away to our our desert Caribbean island. No, we're not going back to steamy summer anything anytime soon. No, our steamy summer fizzled. <laughs> well, steamy that yeah, steamy summers are relative. Yeah, our, our steamy summer was a middle aged man just stinking up the beach and and crazy glasses. Anyway, yes. yeah, check out our Instagram. We got some fun photos on that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, thanks for joining us on this ride. We'll go deeper next week. All right, so yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Let us know your experiences with Wild Things or any adjacent movies as such. Um, you can take a look at Forbidden Cinema on Instagram, DM us there, or send us an email, Forbidden Cinema Podcast at Gmail. We'll hit the theme after you rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, guys. All right, bye, guys.